0: Swallow the Cry, by me, Yardbird, It's a poem I wrote in 1999 for a grad course on Queer Theory and American Literature. It is a queer theory-infused, inspired, infiltrated, poetic response to Allen Ginsberg's Howl, and it is read to the accompaniment of John Coltrane's A Love Supreme because it is, indeed, a love supreme. Swallow the cry. In the name of pride, we stand beneath the moon, the furry-bellied Bodhisattva and I, and howl to moons and moon children everywhere. For beauty is nothing but the beginning of terror that we are still able to bear, and we revere it so, because it calmly disdains to destroy us. Every angel is terror, and so I hold myself back and swallow the cry of a darkened sobbing. The Duino Elegies, the first elegy, by Rainer Maria Rilke, translated by A.S. Klein, available online. Swallow the cry. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by regulatory ideals, dragging themselves through the matrix of coherent gender norms looking for intelligibility, sequin-gown queens burning for a moment of heavenly transfiguration through the glittery dynamo of ruby-red slippers, who, glorious and gaudy and big-haired and high on heels, drinking up the never-natural light of the abjects domain, swishing across the tops of bars, lip-syncing to Judy, who bared their breasts to Joe from Scarborough on church and saw straight boy angels staggering from souped-up trucks going boom, 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 who passed through universities with radiant, made-up eyes, hallucinating Kansas and bad-fashion tragedy among the scholars of gender-performativity, who were expelled from the bathrooms for ladies and drawing subversive bodily acts on the doors to the stall, who reclined in silk hose, snorting their courage from ears and listening to the Supremes through the wall, who got busted in leopard-print tights, tricking on Maitland and Jarvis bottle of poppers stuffed in their bras, Who swallowed breasts and gulped back hips on their way to Emerald City. Jouissance, process of meaning constitution, requires self-grounded autonomy, conceals potential, ungrounding by the signifier within. The cock tucked behind the balls. Who staggered down unending blind alleys between the closed eyes of shuddering disgust. The mind, the fictive and unstable status of that bodily ego, troubling the promise of transubstantiation, will cost about a thousand blowjobs, on hands and knees swallowing for extra and not even choking, ten more until dawn. Neither an efficacious insurrection nor painful resubordination, but an unstable coexistence making over the terms of the symbolic. The social map of power misread and a lonely ride to Cherry Beach the end of the world, boom-boom, bye-bye boys, giddy knife carving, Venus-red arabesques in chrome plated dawn, heterosexual normative rantings to the death of extravaganza, who chained themselves to the E-train and rode it all the way from faggot to queen and back again until the noise of the bongo-bongo-zoom. Spat out the sweet children, sent them shivering into the light, mouths chewed up, brains buzzed raw, eyes blasted, blown, stretched from city end to city end, no end in sight, from the expressway, riding up and up and up to meet the sun, who pursued an incoherent and mobilized imbrications of identifications constituted in and through the iterability of Betty Davis, and spent a dreary afternoon looking for the refused and objected in the collective phantasmatic lifting of a dress to reveal a crack shaved, of course, in normativity, who bitched bejeweled paths of ravenous indignation from bar to bar, to barracks to bar, To bed to bar, to bar, to barracks to bed, A miraculous chorus line of shrilling divas, high stepping down the road, From kitchen table, to bar top, to raised platform, to neon clouds around the moon. Whitney and Selene, Kvetching, Wretching, spitting barbs and Barbaras and Maryland's and highball kicks and shocks of Bathouse's bars and wars, impossible beings chiffoned in diaphanous rapture for seven lives and seven deaths, all proud, figures for the police report raped up the ass with a pig's baton, who slipped beyond into the zone of uninhabitability, leaving a trail of ambiguous ambivalences and tortured theoreticals out of UCLA. Suffering Teutonic psychoass swings and French mind grinds and benders in Berkeley under life withdrawal and John Hopkins' book-blind office. Who wandered around and around and around at all hours in the pages of a book, negotiating their way through gender norms, leaving a beat-up pair of pumps. Who fired flies and denim and polyester and cotton twill fingers, tickling through fishy webs of pubic dreams, lonesome losers in godless night. Who never saw the sisters albright torn at the shoulder by the sinister wisdom of the epistemological regime of presumptive heterosexuality who shivered on the corner under the watchful eye of a guardian angel booze blinded in damiskamine who dreamed of riding the high note of supreme diana's divine intervention who jumped into most anything but hope for limousines and champagne might carry them up the Riviera of midnight away from the lacanian real who fucked from hungry to lonesome, almost through to raging, seeking soul or house or Madonna's platinum vice, from DJ to DJ, from Montreal to Miami, all the way to LA, hitting eternity somewhere between rupture and rapture, who flung themselves down into the seventh ring of fire, leaving behind nothing but scorched auras and burned rubbers and the ash from a thousand flaming divinities. Who surfaced again in Toronto, cruising the corner queens in tattoos and spandex with big swelling pouches, crying out for war in the back room at the other end of the bar. Who in bending bent the laws and rent, the continuity of heterosexual logic, who tossed out condoms and lube and acted up, quilting still and dancing still and hoping still, never deficient in vision or ideas or ways to make the political party more like a party who broke down and cried naked and trembling before the skeleton in the mirror, who kissed detectives on the lips and shrieked in delight in police cars for committing no crime but queering the nation with the kiss, who did a lot of things on their knees, some of them in the subway, and wrote entire manuscripts about waving their genitals, who allowed themselves the necessary error of temporary totalization and called themselves queer who, speaking with tongues, called forth human seraphim out of the house of norm, who caressed sad follies of Atlantic and Caribbean love into the stained sheets and painted their wails in the fish-stink of frustrated desire, who chased the stars from skies end to skies end, and on the way emptied their pockets of youth and beauty a handful of change left for the morning's giggling children who staggered hiccuping and blind along the dark corridors of houses with many rooms and coughed up fire from bellies burnt raw by night's withheld promises, who bloated with bliss bought with a sweet time sweet night, bathhouse boys wretched money into the floor grew sticky with their boasts, their promises, their guts poured out souls like sap from sour tongues and sweet assholes and delivered wrinkled husks the dawn's broom, who fuck mad and free and hungry with drug-honeyed blood, a cunt their talisman to ward off a vision of hell, of fat cockroaches fleeing by the millions to heaven up the wall and through a pane of glass, spitting feeble life into the last shreds of a bloodied consciousness, chasing her mad and free and hungry love to the last, yes, the last frozen February face, gone blue, just gone. Who sang sweet hymns into the bellies of quaking Madonnas in the forbidden bedrooms of dawn, and snuck out into the daylight and hid with the laundry lines to watch a bleary eyed city stretch, sex sore limbs to the winking sun, and composed semen odes to buttocks and breasts before surrendering to dreams soft as her breath. Who went down dancing the loser's tango between the thighs of vacant lots, swayed sates, and platform fools sticking their dicks in loose miracles and pulling out a dose of joy, singing fabulous ditties to stupendous titties as they eased on down a giant cock, riding it all the way to King Duncombe, fighting angry benches for a piece of ass, feeling up snatches of forgotten lyrics to forgotten songs, accompanying forgotten quiet afternoons by the lake with somebody or other, kissing dignity in a few drops of shit down their pant leg, goodbye, goodbye, who dropped a hit a prohibition and emerged in the symbolic tripped on the condition of dissatisfaction hallucinated violet mother fucking desire and came down to the possibility of libidinal displacements to settle forevermore on the variegated cultural production of sublimation that never really satisfies who talked all night with their mouth stuffed with glass in the outside corridor waiting for a door in the north wall to open up to a room full of steam heat and Michel Foucault who fought suicidal tendencies as they inched toward the cleft edge of April under the absent sky and the vanished sun and their eyes ablaze with a liquid crystal blindness, who choked back a paradigm and shadowed a discourse, who wept for missing the romance in the streets with their sidewalks leading to beer and karaoke, who stuffed in boxes barely breathing couldn't stop nodding their heads and rose up to bust their skulls and free a shrieking flock of inanities. Who vomited on the third floor of mental capacity, spewing putrid flame under the scientific sky, raining down buckets of mediocrity. Who dreamed of ranting all night to the lascivious lisping of mad genius, surrendered to the brushed cotton khaki morning prayers of professionalism. Who cooked up steaming curried cuisine, tofu, lentils, three thousand beans, finding nirvana in the trouble-free voiding of bowels. Who sat on toilets and surrendered singing souls, getting high on the stink who dabbed a bit of eternity behind their ears and balls and went to stand in the line outside of time and froze off their ears and balls and lost that little dab of eternity, who wrote haiku on asphalt in blood, drained from wrists and cried when the morning stamping of feet carried away the most important words, who vanished for days without a trace, leaving nothing but the sinister smile on the computer screen and the frustrated promise of sites that won't open and pornography that won't download in the empty suburban web with the blood-sucking spider somewhere there waiting behind the screen, who wandered drunk and stuck fingers and jellied fish eyes in the Chinatown stalls and spat into the peanut butter in the bulk food store and took a piss in the flower pot outside the fashion center before succumbing to gravity in front of the bank on the corner, who practiced opera they never heard and conducted symphonies of farting armpits and found the sublime in a plastic flute and got tossed a dime for sharing it, washed faces of friends in a stranger's piss, then kissed to say no hard feelings, tore off their clothes and greased their bodies and slid across the floor and then didn't get a cent. Disco danced on the smashed windshield of a German car and groaned up blood into the bucket of chicken bones left from an early morning feast, who sat on the roadside watching cars go barreling past in some goddamned hurry to get to who knows where and thought how nice to be in a car going who knows where who got into a car, going who knows where, and so found themselves who knows where, making money who knows how, thinking who knows what, and thinking about going on the road again, who knows where, who got lost in Edmonton, and made a city weep, it laughed so hard, and got sick in Edmonton, and rotten in Edmonton, and finally died in Edmonton, and made a city weep, it laughed so hard, until the letter came, with a picture that made the city sick and rotten, until finally it died to much fanfare and free festivities, Or the kiddies, who found God in the brains they freed one night with a baseball bat falling on their knees and mumbling, holy shit, and had the vision which made them blind and turned their hair white, who combusted spontaneously in front of crowds of blissed-out onlookers and in showing the way out, showed the way to keep it in, who cultivated boys in their Buddhist gardens and tended their habits in neat rows and kept their patches of summer longing to boil and bottle and store on a shelf in the pantry, there to keep until the cold winter came who hopped on a train that took them to crazy and got off when they were almost there because they wanted to go the rest of the way on foot, who accepted presumptions about sexuality and perversion because they had faith that it would be more fun that way, and doubted the trenchant theorists of gender writing now could even spell fun despite the lesbian phallus in their drawers, who woke nevertheless with the lesbian phallus up their ass and came up against the law of castration and begged for mercy at the feet of post-structuralists, historicizing feminists and sadomasochistic Foucaultians who lost the trail in their cocks and their balls and all of their books in the hope of ever getting into grad school without the transubstantiating power of the phallic instrument, a holy signifier which transfigures all, penis and clitoris alike from the flesh into imaginary effect, who cried, fuck you, and scattered books one and then the other into the river and freed their souls from burning effigy and sent paper boasts of brilliant philosophy Sailing down the river to lovers waiting on the other side of the world to receive the body smashed to pieces against thought's jagged coast. Who with important thinkers finally fucked and utilized rare intellectual rigor before leaping out of the dorm window for good, and punched the last hole through the last wall before troubling the night for sleep, and wandered through a plague of dreams before waking up with the last strand of hair plucked and the teeth gnashed down to bloody gums, and the neighbors naked reading the Sunday Times and even that imaginary nothing but a hopeful little bit of hallucination. Ah, uh, Alan, you rant and I grow tired. I cannot stay until dawn. My spirit is willing, but my flesh is weak. Let me rather run fingers over Carl's flesh. I am obsessed with that sudden flash of the boy's back, turned through the wall, the vibrating quiver of madness racing along his bent spine, who leads me toward the promise of pleasure beyond poor human prose past verbs and nouns and the dash of consciousness, who will teach my body to conform to the rhythm of his naked and endless soul, will make me a madman and a bum and an angel beating in time, will give me endless head, will reincarnate the ghostly clothes of lost jazz, who will coal train me and Thelonious Monk me and Miles Davis me, Who will put in my hands the absolute heart, will put in my life the confession of shaking unknown shame, who will eat my poem and inspire it with life, will blow naked, shivering love into consciousness, who together before you, intelligent with shame, will wait for a thousand goddamn years, wait for the absolute heart, for the trapped archangel, for the saxophone cry, for the trumpet blare, for the bongo boom, for a word, for a kiss, for a finger to the temple, pressed for the final sensation, any sensation before night, before death, of pater omnipotence good night Alan. good night sweet daddy good night